Right, another episode post Hadar 2023. John T. Reinerds, uh on the Shirk, on the big 500 Shirko, absolutely killing it, getting the top 10. So, a super great effort from him. As we all keep saying, check out his social media stuff because it is awesome. There's so much content in there. And uh, you definitely want to follow this kid because there's a, there's a lot going on in the future for him. And uh, hopefully, we get to see him flap off the back of that 500 because it sounded good. As always, thanks to our supporters, BB Off Road. On Point Motor Suspension, Whole Shot Graphics, Adventure On Store. Thank you for your support. Tenders for Tory. We're getting there. Money's getting up there. All that money goes to a charity, a great charity, a local charity. So no administration fees, none of all that crap that you get when you donate. So please, if you can, do some. Thank you so much for all your love for enjoying these episodes. We're pumping them out. We've got heaps of them to go and uh, we really hope that you love the format. Let us know if you want one big episode next time or you like these little small individual. It's... Uh, kind of hit and miss with everyone but uh, we're definitely trying to bring him as many as we can we will go back to the one a week format after this i know i'm sorry but until now until but until then enjoy the episode and get after it cheers let's go oh john t how are you my friend yeah going pretty well just uh back to the grind now back at work so yeah the old body's pretty sore today but um now we're getting through it back to reality mate it's the way it is for you you know factory riders you still got to live live a life like us to know what it's like sometimes mate <laughs> oh yeah definitely yep got to pay them bills somehow <laughs> look i mean it was uh it's exciting to see you at Haddo. we spoke to you just before lining up i mean taking on Haddo on a big 500 it's no easy task no nah, definitely not it was uh no, it was an overall pretty good event for us. Um, yeah, only had one day on the 500 coming in. So, um, yeah, I was pretty pretty pumped with a top 10 result. So. Uh, absolutely. But um, I suppose you started at the start. How did you find Prologue itself? Yeah, Prologue um, sort of because I didn't have a top 40 spot from last year. So mm. I was sort of um, – the track was pretty beat up by the time I got out there. Um, and, yeah, sort of – I thought I had a pretty – had a pretty clean lap. But, um, yeah, I was – I was sort of, um, yeah, the times were a fair bit slower than the guys that went out pretty early. So I think we was uh, 22nd, which wasn't um, the best starting spot. But, um, yeah, we sort of just, that was it. So Look, I mean, that's still an awesome spot to get to. As we said, you know, you're not starting in the top the top 40 from last year. So And the track was incredibly rough prologue. So to be able to get up to where you were now is, is pretty cool. Yeah, that's it. I knew, um, yeah, going into the race, I pretty much had to, try to make a few passes early on before the sort of everyone spread out a little bit. And yeah, we sort of just, uh, just, yeah, slowly picked a few guys off each sort of lap and yeah, didn't do anything super special, but just, yeah, pretty consistent ride, I think. So I mean, no, overall it was good. But we also just said that this is your first, like really a second or third ride on the big 500. How did you find that transition straight away? Yeah, it was um, like the power of the bike was nice, like in the sand when you sort of need the power to get up on the top of the bumps. But um, you could, I could tell going from the 300 to the 500 that it was a, a bigger bike to steer. And um, so, yeah, it took, took, me, took a bit of getting used to. Um, yeah, I sort of had uh, plenty of time to try to figure it out out there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Full baptism by fire, my friend. Just throw you straight out there and see how you go. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but you pretty much need a big bike on them big long straights and whatnot out there. Um, yeah, but no, the bike ran well, so no, it was good. And then how did you find the speeds out there as well? Yeah, yeah, they're super quick. I, this had a, I don't know, last year, obviously, I didn't finish, but in 21, I didn't think the track was um, as fast back then. So, um, yeah, this year I thought, far, there's a lot of long, wide open straights. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 she was a pretty, um, 
yeah, she's pretty a wild track out there. Look, we, you just mentioned that you didn't finish last year. Coming into this year, did you have any kind of worries or doubts, especially because you were stepping up to the 500? Oh, I was just sort of like I did. I was. I knew I, um, my fitness was there, but I just didn't know how if the 500 was going to beat me up or or <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. But um, no, I think it it was pretty good. I um, yeah, just had to learn to ride it a bit. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was it was good. I think. Um, yeah, definitely next year I'll definitely either be on a 450 or 500 again for sure. Right, okay. Well, that's good then. What was it like lining up day one, race day? I mean, it's uh, it's always such a big event, the takeoff and, and the start. You were there oh, kind I... of in the thick of it too, battling bars. What what was those? What was the thoughts running through your head? Yeah, I was obviously, um, yeah, starting in, yeah, the, back in the top 20. Um, I sort of, um, yeah, wanted to get a few clean laps, probably a little bit nervous. Um, being sort of back a bit, but um, yeah, once you sort of you, you get out off the start there and you're sort of focused, um, yeah, all that goes away. And yeah, it was pretty. Um, it's a pretty awesome event, so I like this one. And how 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 peppered did you get at the end? I know a lot of people kind of say it was pretty rough and there's a lot of stuff coming through. Did you get really bad like uh, kind of stone rocks thrown at you throughout it, or were yeah, you quite yeah. lucky? Yeah, I copped a few. Um, yeah, my arms are pretty bruised and whatnot, but um, yeah, well, it wasn't too bad. I think in uh, the in twenty one when I did it on the three hundred two stroke, I think I copped it a bit worse then. So um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, look, I think it's funny because you know usually you are kind of on the smaller bike getting peppered, but now you're on the five hundred, throwing a lot more of that around. So you must <laughs> it must have felt good in that kind of way. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, past a couple of a, a couple of smaller bikes early on off the on the first lap and yeah it was just like yeah I, i'm so happy i'm on a big bike and not on one like a 350 or a 250 like them guys so. yeah it is and i mean the track we've spoke to a few people now and said the track kind of got worse and worse and worse how did you find the track and did it form up the way you're expecting yeah it probably got a little bit rougher than the years past that i remembered um sort of the first lap the track was like really nice and then the second lap we come around i thought Fuck out, this track's cut up like a lot already yeah. on the second lap and yeah, it was definitely I. It was probably the well. Yeah, I've done, I've done three now, so it was definitely the roughest one I've done. Um, yeah, them last couple of laps were pretty brutal. Some big holes out there. Oh, massive sure. holes. Yeah, like it's it's always one of those kind of big kind of moments out there where it does like kind of slowly, slowly eat away. But it seemed to do it so fast this year. Yeah, definitely. I think because of the rain they had leading up to it, it they had a lot of moisture in it, which was awesome. But it just yeah, it made the track super rough. Um, yeah, it was pretty brutal out there. And then, so you obviously you hadn't had much time on the five hundred. Did it? Um, did the bike handle it with the setup that you kind of didn't really know? Did it handle it the way you were expecting, or did you have to make a few changes throughout the race? No. Nah, so yeah, we um, tested the bike on Thursday, leading into the race, and um, yeah, made a few phone calls to Chad from Chad's Off Road, and uh, we made a few changes on Thursday, and. Uh, yeah, going into the race, it, um, it it handled really well, which was nice. So, yeah, throughout the race, we didn't change anything, so um, which was nice. I actually lost a um, had a bolt come loose and lost all my um, spaces off my steg peg on one lap, so I had to ride <laughs> oh, ride man. two laps with one steg peg, and then the boys um, fitted another one back up um, at one of our fuel stops. So that was a little bit tough there for a couple of laps, but other than that, it was um, the bike handled really well. Mate, that's a, that's a good pit team to be able to put a steg peg on and not lose that many positions. I think it takes like, most people like an hour to put a steggy on. So yeah. to, to be able to do it that quick and not, not lose any, that must, must have been cool. 
yeah, no, the boys definitely smashed it, and um, yeah, we ran the we ran the small tank, so we was um, we fueled every lap. So um, now the boys definitely smashed that out. Well, so was that kind of your strategy then to to run a smaller tank, and if so, why? Yeah, I um, see um, Triggy. He ran the big tank, and um, yeah, I just wanted. I'm not such a bigger guy. I, I didn't want to run that extra fuel, um, so I just wanted to keep the bike a little bit lighter, but. Looking back now after the event, I um, we spoke to the team and next year I want to, I think, run the big tank because I think I was the only guy in the top 10 that was having to stop every lap and um, a few guys I'd pass and then they'd pass me while I was getting fuel and, and that sort of thing. So I think next year I'll definitely test the big tank. Yeah, look, it's, it is a, a, once again, it's one of those things where it's all about strategy and how you ride. Cause we spoke to like Matt Ryan on the, in the, um, Empire team and he ran out of fuel cause he thought he could push for two laps. The dirt really did change and the, and the, your riding style changes. Did, uh, did you find it a bit easier later on in the day or was it kind of you know, rougher and harder? Yeah, it's sort of the track got rougher and harder and, um, yeah, it got quite deep in spots, but. Yeah, I didn't think um, it was too bad, really. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting for next year to test the big tank and see how much different weight-wise what that feels like. No, that's it. And that's that's exactly what happens. I mean, you, you just don't know until you run and race it. And Hadar is one of those weird and wonderful kind of races. You can either have it super dry, super wet, or kind of where you were now. So I suppose you can never really 100% be ready for the race itself. No, that's right. Um, yeah, she definitely throws a different curveball every year. I think she's, uh, yeah, she's a gnarly event. And then, so how was it then coming into that last hour? You know, you're still running, you're running in the mix too. Were your team kind of giving you like times and positions of where you were, or were they just kind of letting you run the race to the best that you could? Yeah, it was pretty much, I, I think it was about lap seven. They sort of said that I was just like, yeah, at the, um, around the top 10 and whatnot. And yeah, it sort of gave me a bit of a rough idea. And then I come in on the last lap and, I sort of said where I was at and where the next sort of guy was and, and whatnot. So I just, yeah, just tried to keep my head down and, um, yeah, just keep pushing to the to the end, really. Because, so. I mean, that's always going to be the hardest part as well, trying to kind of keep balance, keep your head, but also know that you're you're in a good position, you know, to finish. Yeah, that's the thing. And because the, the, everyone sort of spreads out a bit and you sort of don't have anyone in front of you to, to sort of um, to latch onto or... So, yeah, it sort of gets hard out there in the end of the race if you're on your own a bit, which I was, and you're, you're trying to keep motivated and, and, and um, keep pushing, but you don't want to push over your head too because you know you're in a quite in a good spot. So, no, it's always a hard one. It is. You don't want to. You don't want to be that guy that crashes on the last lap. You know, you push. You push so far, so hard, and all of a sudden you get in your own head and start pushing, and that's when you you have your off. That's just not a good time. No, definitely not. So, uh, well, man, that's it. How does done? I mean, your year's not over, though. You've still got a long way to go. There's still so much more racing. Does that mean we could potentially see you race the rest of the year on a 500? Yeah, so I think um, we'll, for the AORC, we'll definitely be on the 300. But, um, yeah, looking at the upcoming rounds, I think the 300 will um, be suited in the bush. But there's obviously a couple of sand rounds coming up that, we may have a um, 450 there. We might jump on, depending if it's Ooh. how deep it is. So we'll um, we'll just play that one and uh, see what the rounds look like when we get there. Well, it's exciting, man. It was so cool to see you get up there. I mean, I said uh, last year you didn't kind of get the result you wanted, and um, for you to come back this year battling and uh, and three leg over 500 to end up having those results is is something special, man. So congratulations, and uh, yeah, excited to see what we got on for the rest of the year. No, thank you. Yeah, it was overall it was a, a pretty good event for us. So, yeah, now looking to keep building on the rest of the season now.
Beautiful. All right, man. We'll look after yourself, brother, and we'll talk soon. No, thank you.